Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. It is Food for Thought Friday, and I always look forward to sharing a few nuggets of wisdom that God has spoken to me through uh, my quiet time in the morning, reading my Bible, a devotional book, through time of prayer, uh, through conversation with other believers, uh, through something I've read on social media, just so many different places through a podcast or a YouTube uh, program that I've watched uh, uh, or listened to other uh, sermons from other wonderful communicators of God's word. But uh, just love how God loves to speak to his kids. And a lot of times as he speaks to me, I'll make a note or take a snapshot of it and love to share it with you on Food for Thought Fridays. I like this quote by Abraham Lincoln. Uh, never had seen this before until recently, but it says to ease another's heartache is to forget one's own. Say this one more time. It's quotes by Abraham Lincoln, the former president. To ease another's heartache is to forget one's own. And you know, friends, as we enter this Christmas season, and like you said it, earlier this week in Monday's program, it can be the most wonderful time of year, as a great Christmas song says. But it can also be a very painful time of year for many. And I want to encourage if you're a season of pain, heartache, and disappointment to reach out to God, talk to God, let him know how you feel. Also reach out to a trusted friend or family member, let them know. But I also want to encourage you to just reach out to somebody else that you know also that is suffering. And instead of kind of woeing and, and sharing your burden, just ask how they're doing. Put your pain to the side just for a second and ask them how they're doing. And it's just amazing. I talked about Proverbs 11.25 on Tuesday's program. Those who are fresh, others of themselves be refreshed. But I found it so true in my life when I do model what Proverbs 11.25 says and I try to refresh somebody else, even though maybe I'm in a challenging season of life, it's amazing how I want to be in the one blessed. I don't do it to be a blessing. Sometimes I have to just force myself to be intentional to do it because of my discouragement of the season of uh, walking in a deep valley. But we can always look around and see somebody else that's dealing with something worse than we are, or maybe it's very mutual. And just calling to check on them and, and putting them first. So you're never more like Jesus, friends, when you do that. So I want to encourage you to do that today. If you're hurting, just reach out to somebody else that you know it's in a challenging season of life during this holiday season. Dave Mullins, a friend of mine and a frequent listener, Hope is Here, leads a, a, a men's group at his church, uh, just does a great job. But uh, I saw him post this recently on Facebook. He said, I had to make you uncomfortable, otherwise you would have moved. You would have never moved from God. <laughs> I love it says, I had to make you uncomfortable, otherwise you never would have moved, signed God. And friends, I thought back after I saw that quote recently that Dave posted that I thought, you know, that's true. Um, sometimes when I've gotten uncomfortable, I don't like it because like the number one selling chair in America, the lazy boy recliner, I like to be comfortable. But when God has made me uncomfortable, that's when I have grown the most. And maybe you're in a season of being just uncomfortable right now, and you're frustrated by it, you're aggravated by it, yet I want to encourage you just to 
Say, God, okay, I don't understand why you're doing this, but instead of asking why, I want to ask what are you trying to teach me during this season of being uncomfortable? Are you trying to grow me? Are you trying to mature me? Are you preparing me for something bigger and better? So, friends, sometimes, you know, we have adversity. Uh, we, we need to embrace it, not resist it. We spend a lot of energy just mentally and emotionally and physically resisting things sometimes. And yet, when we learn to embrace the adversity and make it our friend and ask God what instead of why, you know, what, God, are you teaching me? What do you want me to learn? How can I grow through this? Friends, it can be a life-changing experience. And God can promote you to a whole nother level and take you a place you never thought you would be. But that's because we have to battle through the adversity and the pain and the disappointment and the suffering. Charles Spurgeon, one of the great theologians of all time, says, We are too prone to engrave our trials in marble and write our blessings in sand. Wow, that is so good. Charles Spurgeon, we are too prone to engrave our trials in marble and write our blessings in sand. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago on a Monday and Tuesday in our After Amen series that we did. And one of the programs we did those two days on that Monday and Tuesday were just about remembering what God has done for you in the past. So many times, friends, we forget it. The enemy wants you to just wear your failures as a tattoo, just like it's something permanently attached to you. And yet, friends, that's why Jesus came. That's why the birth of our Lord and Savior that's why he had to come, why it happened. So he's saying, you know what? I am going to be the Messiah, the coming Messiah that you've been heard predicted about for several hundred years because I know that your life will be a mess, and so you need a Messiah, and that's why I'm here. So I want to encourage you today, friends, to quit putting your trials, tribulations, your fail failures in marble and make those like sand, Okay. And put your blessings in marble instead, where you see them and you're focused on them all the time. And remember how good and faithful that God has been to you in the past. Pastor Jensen Franklin down in Georgia said, Hidden in every mistake is a portal of possibility and a doorway of discovery. Your mistake is not meant to be a prison but a pathway to a greater revelation of God's grace. Can I get an amen on that, friends? What a powerful quote by Jensen Franklin, a pastor down in, uh, I believe it's, I can't think of the town in Georgia now. Unfortunately, I'm drawing a blank. Augusta, maybe, but or Decatur, I'm not sure. But nonetheless, just a powerful man of God, a great communicator. He's definitely blessed my life with his sermons and some of his books through the years. But let me share this quote again. Hidden in every mistake is a portal of possibility and a doorway of discovery. Your mistake is not meant to be a prison, but a pathway to a greater revelation to his grace. I love that. Hidden in every mistake is a portal of of possibility. Friends, there's always opportunities through failure. In fact, I've heard, uh, I think it was John Maxwell say that, you know, failure is fertilizer to your next success. 
And friends, anybody that's had any kind of success has had failures. Don't kid yourself. But the difference is they learn from their failures. They did not quit. They did not wear it as a permanent marker against their life. They did not let it get in their spirit and dominate their emotions and their thoughts and their actions. And look at it instead as a portal possibility and a doorway discovery. You know, that that's how you can say it. You can just approach and say, yep, I know that way doesn't work. Tried that. Been there, done that. You know, as the old saying goes by Dr. Phil, you know, hey, how's that working for you? When you keep doing something over and over and it's just obvious it's not working, which of course, is the famous definition of insanity. We keep doing things the same way and expect a different result. And I know I'm stepping on some people's toes, but I've had my toes stepped on before, and uh, I've needed that. Don't do it all the time, friends, but there's certain seasons in your life where you just need the truth in love. And you keep doing things the same way, but you expect a different result. And that is a how's that working for you or a definition of insanity. And that's one of the things I've had to learn to ask others to help me look at different ways to do things. Because sometimes we get stuck in ruts, friends, and the enemy loves to keep us in ruts. But sometimes just a simple decision to change one thing in your life or to have a conversation with somebody you respect and be honest about what you're struggling with and say, hey, give me some wisdom, help me, can be a game changer. And God loves to bless his kids. He loves to help his kids. So maybe today you're kind of stuck in a bad place and you just don't see any possibilities or doorways of discovery. But friends, I got to remind you, as Jensen Frank said, your mistake's not meant to be a prison, but a pathway to a greater revelation to God's grace. And I know people that are incarcerated, they are in a physical prison. Their movement is limited. Okay, but I know so many more people, unfortunately, that are in not behind physical bars, but behind a set of mental and emotional bars that keeps them just in paralysis. They can't move forward with their lives because they're living in the past because of mistake. And it's almost like they're in a prison and they've let the enemy just take the key and throw it away. And yet God's like, you can walk out of that cell any day. You are free because I came to set the captives free, that powerful passage in Isaiah. And you need to stand on that promise today, friends. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, you know, one of the most, my favorite Christmas verses, predicting several hundred years that Jesus was going to come. So the government in Isaiah 9, 6, chapter 9, verse 6, the government will rest upon his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and prince of peace. And you know, friends, that is just something that is so true this Christmas season. Who do you need Jesus to be? Do you need to be a wonderful counselor? Do you need some wisdom about making a decision? Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God and he will make your path straight. Friends, he's done in my life over and over again because I get myself in messes sometimes. And he's faithful. He's a good, good father. And he loves to help his kids. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful counselor. So he'll give 
wisdom. He's a mighty God. Maybe you're just weak today. You're just worn out. It's been a hard year emotionally, mentally, and physically, and you're just exhausted. Maybe today you just need to say, God, I need some help. I love that verse that says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And friends, I've had to pray that sometimes. Just, Lord, you're my strength today. You got to help me. Psalm 28 verse 7 says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in you, Lord, and I am helped. He's just saying, will you trust me today? I want to help you. So we've looked at wonderful counselor, mighty God. Maybe you need to be an everlasting father. You know, us guys don't like to admit it, but sometimes maybe maybe you just need a big hug from God. You know, maybe you never got those as your dad. Maybe he just he wasn't a good dad, or maybe uh you know, he just wasn't around uh, uh maybe you didn't know your father. And I'm so sorry for that. And that hurts me as your brother in Christ and as a pastor to hear that. But I want you to know your Heavenly Father says, hey, I've got you. I will take care of you. And maybe you just today need to say, God, I just need a big hug. And I just need you to be be my father today because, man, I'm hurting. And it doesn't matter whether you're 6 or you're 76, friends. Uh, your Heavenly Father says, hey, I am your everlasting Father. I am the Alpha and I am the Omega, the beginning and the end, as it says in Revelation. And last but not least, Prince of Peace. Maybe you just need Jesus to be your Prince of Peace today. And friends, I'm so thankful that he is always available to be our Prince of Peace and that he wants to help you. He wants to help me. And the Bible promises that he never leaves us or forsakes us. So trust in that today and know that God, the Bible says, if God is for us, who can be against us and that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. My name is Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.